brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Travis Now, and this is the Batman Retrospective. Now, we are doing what we have done several times now where we are re-releasing because we've gotten this a few times hey you guys of course you guys reviewed the dark knight you reviewed the dark knight you reviewed this you know like we get 
These are some of the bigger ones we get asked quite often, and this actually is the very first ever retrospective. This is leading up to BVS, so you might hear that conversation in some of these. So these are classic GV episodes brought back in the feed because people usually ask about them. You know, we usually talk about them, but we try not to review the same movie within the past five years or something like that because we feel like we've hit most of the points, especially if it's an older movie. Newer movies, maybe we've seen once and we got to see it again. But when we're talking about, like, Batman 89, we've all seen it plenty of times, and it's like, well, this is what we can say about it. So uh, this is leading up. You're going to get maybe one, maybe two, uh, till The Batman coming out March 4th. I believe there's nine or ten. It's a combination of retrospectives, but also, like, one of the episodes is me and Dylan reviewing The Cape Crusaders, which was the animated movie about the 66 batman so anything batman related wise i think there'll be a batman game in there that we (laughs) did the trilogy but not exactly everything will be in here for batman to get you ready for the batman and yeah they're lots of fun as always they are older audio they are before we had the nice glorious mics that people provided us because the support and we thank you that's why you head over to patreon and support us because you guys can always hear that's the fun thing of like audio is not what it is now but you can hear wow the, how far we've come and that's all because of you there will be ads but there'll be of course warnings and stuff like that so i hope you enjoy all these looks backs at the batman and uh yeah we, we're getting we're excited for march 4th that's gonna be lots of fun so uh until then it'll not be boring Gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Batman retrospective. I'm Travis Snell. I'm joined by Dylan Muss, mm-hmm. Kirkland Patzer, Jessica. Yes, pretty much <laughs> most of the geek first here for the Dark Knight retrospective, mm-hmm. which I'm sure people have been waiting for. Highly anticipated. Yes, after we've go, we got to get this is the one I've obviously been waiting through. We got through Batman 66. Yeah, how many times did you watch it uh, before? I wa- well, in my life, I've lost count, but this week I watched it twice. Give us a rough estimate. How many yeah, like take a guess. Oh. 2008, it came out. I thought, okay. And we're on. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought, like 2000. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I watched it twice every day. No, 2008, and we're in 2016, so that's eight years. Um, you probably saw it day release in theaters. I saw it 11 times in the theater. Okay. 11 times? In, yeah. That's more times than I've seen like ev- any Batman combined. Like, <laughs> like all of them put together? Yeah. yeah. It was just because it was just. It was. I've always talked about like I hopefully one day want to be a filmmaker, and that was the film that really inspired me. Like that end scene, I know we're dropping the end, but the end where Gordon does a speech and Batman's speeding off. I remember seeing that the first time and just like couldn't move out of the seat. And it was one of those fir- the few times in the theater that everyone around you claps, you know. And I feel like that's when you know, like when we saw Force Awakens, everyone yeah. claps. That's when you know like everyone's fired up, and it's like because mm-hmm. there's no point in clapping. They're not here. Like none of the cast are here. Yeah. They can't hear this, but it's just like yes, like yeah. yes. <laughs> So, like, and that's why I wanted to go so much, because I tried to go a lot at the beginning, and because that happened a lot, so I wanted that, like, you know... The atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. And it, I've always said this on the cast, but anybody that didn't see the movie, I was like, I'll go. Like, yeah. I, that's how I saw it 11 times. I yeah. seeked every friend out. So, if I if I were to nicely say, let's say I watched it 10 times a year, and that's 
So, so t- there's so been like eight years. Times? I think a hundred times, legit. Because wow. wow. eleven times, and then like I'd say ten times. Because it is my go-to movie. So times of... two and a half hours. Like you spend a lot <laughs> yeah. of your life watching this one. Yeah, movie. but it's great when I'm cooking, if I'm doing anything, if I'm working out. Like there's many times I do like when with this, I just sat down and watched. But there's lots of times I do put it on when I'm just doing stuff because like I know it so well. Like I. I said I really want to make a play of this because I, I quote every character I know like the lines coming most of the time mm-hmm. and that's why I like I know I kind of know the scene so if I miss like 30 seconds I know what's how it's going in my head so yeah Dylan what did you think because this is Dylan's first time everyone else had seen it at least once but Dylan, you had not seen yeah. any Batman until like this past month, and no, now you true. went from sixty-six to Begins, <laughs> and now you're. Well, actually, when I did watch Begins, I was like, "Oh, I have seen like probably half of this." Oh movie right, yeah, point. I forgot about that. <laughs> I just didn't really remember it. Um, well, I mean, obviously, I think this was you and Kirkland's. Well, obviously, your like favorite movie of all time on our top ten. Yes. And obviously, I've heard so much about it over the years. Mm-hmm. So there was like a lot of hype for it, and it, I don't know, it lived up to the hype. I don't really have like much more to say about it than that, right? Like it was just a great movie. That's good because yeah. I worried because we talked a lot about oh, it, yeah. and I was like, "Don't not." Well, like that's this. not even just you guys, right? <laughs> like like everyone talked about this movie forever, yeah. and I just never got around to seeing it. Apparently. Yeah, that's good. I had a question. I totally blanked. <laughs> Someone else said something. Yeah, it was awesome though, and like. I remember hearing about when, uh, like, the improvised scene when he was blowing up the hospital, how that, like, actually mm-hmm. wasn't scripted. And I remember, or, like, you just watching... You guys tell me, I don't know what... When uh, he blows up the... When the he's hospital. walking out and he blows up... And, and it, like, the nurse? Scene. Yeah, and he goes yeah. like this, and it, like, explodes, and he's, like, freaking out and everything. Like, he improv that. Like, in the jail cell, when he he's, when he's clapping with Gordon, like, he improv that. Like, he did a lot of stuff that... That's obviously the... The like best thing about turned this movie. into the character a little bit. Yeah, like he really became the character, which yeah. that's what happens when you lock yourself in a hotel room for two months and you just like that's one that is like my crown jewel. He is a diary and his father has it, but it's all his stuff about the Joker and parents like really fucked up stuff in there and great. Like that's my goal to one day own that. I want to be rich enough to purchase that. Like that's my holy grail. Like I want that diary so bad. <laughs> like two months locked in a hotel, he didn't see anybody. Wow. Like his somebody brought him food and that was it. Like I want that diary. I want to know what's in there. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know, but, like, watching it yesterday and then, like, like realizing that that was whole improv, I was like, oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I just love that movie. It's my yeah. favorite movie. Jessica, what did you think? Because how many times do you think you've seen it? Only a few times, right? Three. Three? Okay. Oh, not a hundred times? Come on. Not a hundred. Filthy casual. I saw, <laughs> I saw it in theaters, and I've watched it once after that and now watching it right before this cast again yeah so it's it's three yeah i, I don't have to guess about a hundred <laughs> um break it down at least yeah i don't know i really liked it when it first came out i remember like feeling super hyped about it but i'm just i'm not as into comic books oh, yeah, as yeah. you are so i mean watching it again this time i was like on my phone on yeah. facebook i'm like printing out stuff for school and like it's still a good movie but it's just the hype is doesn't stick with me yeah. as much as like you and Kirkland. Yeah. So, but it is a good movie. Uh, it. I'll be honest. I'll throw it out there now, early, so people can hate me already, and then we'll get it out of the way. I just really hate Christian Bale's Batman voice. Okay, but oh, the, I thought you were gonna the say Batman. Batman. I'm like, <laughs> is it just why? Because like lots of people bring this up, and I'm the person that like I like it, but I understand why people don't. Like I like it because it's semi-scary and intimidating but then you say right you, that's why you don't find it scary I don't I just, yeah. it just sounds bad to me yeah I'm not the only one like I know people that agree with you yeah I think that's the most controversial thing about this movie it's like most people say like yeah it's a good movie the only thing I, I, that is really a complaint is his voice and that's why 
if there's only a few people, I'd be like, oh, it's no big deal. But lots of people feel that way. So I'm like, okay, yeah. so lots of people hate as, the voice. As your first time watching it, what did you yeah. think of his? Because uh, in begins, I think it's, it's really... different because I don't have anything to compare it to, right? Other than Batman 66. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... But in Begins, he know. isn't even that growly. Like, if you notice, he's really just like, it's a lower voice in Begins. Yeah. But this, he turns it into like... And same thing like, in the next one, Rises. Yeah, it's very sounds monster. like an emo, screamo, metal, like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. I mean, for me, this kind of sets like what he should sound like, you know, since I haven't seen the other ones. Yes, no, I'm so, <laughs> I have no problem with it, no, it doesn't bother me. I think, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, my friend that, like, doesn't like it, like, he's saying, uh, like, in the beginning, he, like, he didn't mind it at all, cause, mm -hmm. or, like, beginnings or whatever, or, sorry, not beginnings, begins. Yeah, uh, cause it's, it's kinda growly, but it's yeah. just more lower. Yeah, but see, but, and I don't like that one, cause he yeah. sounds like he's doing an impersonation of other Batmans, cause, other Batmans always they would just lower their voice except for George Clooney he didn't give a shit he just talked like he did but every other Batman <laughs> is like if I this is Bruce Wayne and this is Bruce Wayne yeah. and that's where I like the you monster you this is Batman yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're Bruce Wayne yeah. no I'm Batman yeah, I think like, I might be Batman yes yeah, yeah. but continue I just want you to know like it's usually just lower yeah. people's yeah. voice so. but like my friend saying like yeah like but like after seeing like three movies of that like that he kind of got annoyed mm -hmm. with the voice so yeah. like Batman Rises, that's the last one, right? Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. 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 And uh, he's just saying, like, yeah, he got annoyed with it. Yeah. But for me, I don't really mind. But Yeah, like, I like it, and I never had a problem understanding. It's the same thing people said about Bane. They had a problem understanding, the, like, the next one. I never mm -hmm. had a problem understanding Batman. The only line I did was the hockey pads. And yeah. that's why everyone brings up, because in the theater. Pads. See, I don't even know. Because at the one point when the guys are, when the guys try to help Batman, and he's like, we're just yeah, trying to help, and he's like, I don't need help. And he's like... The, like you can't do this alone or something and then he's what like what's the difference between you oh yeah what's the difference between you and me and he's like I'm not wearing hockey pads and then the thing closes but like that was the only line in the theater I was like what did he say <laughs> like there were a few times where you have to like really listen so <laughs> hmm. but um what like and also because I'm doing this as a lead up to Batman vs. Superman do you, what do you feel like his voice should be then as Batman. Like, what do you? Someone that when like, what would you like? Because in the next movie, he has an Optimus Prime voice. It's a, it's a, like, it's a metallic voice changer. Like, it's kind of less Kylo Ren. And I don't like that because I don't like the. Do you mean in, in Rises or? Yeah, and no, in Batman vs Superman, okay. he has like kind of a. See, but Kylo that almost Ren. makes more sense. I mean, if he's got no. all this money and he can do all this stuff and invent all these things, why wouldn't he invent something that can change his voice? <clears throat> yeah. So it's not like I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what are they? Do they ever talk about that in the comic books? Like, no, what does his voice it's just like. like deep and scary like it's never said like oh it's animatronic anything like yeah. this it's up to like the writers and there's not a clear like this is what his voice sounds because they've never like it's it's not you don't have to dispose right? my cat yeah <laughs> <laughs> really like batman too but you know she can come cuddle she like dark knight rises more because catwoman but yeah <laughs> the only thing i just worry with the with the animatronic voice and the next one i won't spend too much time on that but it's just uh, i worry that it won't be scary at all i feel like if i hear like so i don't I'm i didn't not find that one scary that's true i guess that's it so for me you know yeah how much it's not going to be any less scary because i found that one comical slash annoying yeah like, so yeah I yeah. mean, it, I guess it, in that way, it all depends, one, how they manage to take it and how they do it, and two, what your opinion of the previous one was, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I think that will be it, because I liked his voice, and I don't mind, I'll have to say this, like, robotic voices, but I'd rather just the deeper voice, but the, I guess the thing I like with the kind of monster voice is at least it's disguised his voice, it, it doesn't, like, you wouldn't hear him and be like, that's Bruce Wayne, right? That's the yeah. thing, the most thing I like about that, it's even the people when they talk deep, it's kind of like, you'd kind of figure it out, I feel like. It's not that changing, but with, like, the super rally, like, you're like, that could be anybody, you know, mm -hmm. so. And there's George Clooney. 
Yeah, just like, <laughs> hi, freeze. <laughs> like, he literally, that's a line. Yeah. Batman and Robin. He just says, hi, freeze. But um, other than his voice, how does everyone feel about, I guess we can talk about cast first. How does everyone feel about Batman or Christian Bale? I liked it. I loved yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love him. I, like, he's like, I can't dance around. He's my favorite Batman. And I love him as Bruce Wayne because he... He doesn't get to do it that much in this movie. There's only a few Bruce Wayne scenes, but mm-hmm. when he is Bruce Wayne, he's when he kinda... shows up on the chopper. With all yeah, the he has a girl, and then he's really cocky, and then he's yeah. making fun of Harvey Dent in front of everybody. And then even at the first scene, when he's um, he bumps into Harvey and uh, Mickey John or Rachel at dinner, and oh he's yeah, like, yeah, like oh let's put the tails together. He's like, I don't think you can do that. Like oh they should. Like I own the place, you yeah. know. Like that's what I I I really like, and hopefully we'll see in future generations. Like. Bruce Wayne's supposed to be an asshole, a yeah. prick. So you don't think you're, he's supposed to be a terrible human being, in the sense that you'd never pick this guy to go out there and fight justice because he's, he's awful. Such a dick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd be like, this guy doesn't care, you know. So that's what I like. Where other Batman movies, it's just kind of Bruce Wayne's a pretty nice guy, you yeah. know. So. so maybe I'll be put out for this one because I'm a woman and you men are going to have different opinions. Do you <laughs> find that the trick that they played for Ra- like is Rachel supposed to be really average? Because I feel like she wasn't. <laughs> Like, the chick that no Bruce Wayne what? brought to dinner, I feel like she was more, like, kind of, like, oh, uh, like, more kind of amazing, like, the type that a billionaire would date. I feel like Rachel is played off as kind of... People yeah. bring this up all the time about, like, her attractiveness and whatnot. Because originally in The Batman Begins, it was Katie Holmes. Yeah. And then she didn't do it, so they recast her, and Maggie Gyllenhaal did it. And the thing is... Some people brought that up. The way I bring it up is if you consider her an average-looking girl, I f- feel the reason it works is because she's supposed to be, like, a high school sweetheart in a sense. Like, he's always kind of been in love with her. They know each other since kids, and they kind of dated a little bit. Okay, so teen. she is supposed to kind of be, like... Yeah, like, all throughout his life. Yeah, it's through all, like, yeah, it's not just, like, this girl This billionaire yeah. chick that, okay. Yeah, so it's just been, like, always... That's why I said I'd probably have a different opinion, because I'm a girl <laughs> looking at a girl. And well, in, guys... in Batman Begins, there's, like, a lot, like, a bunch of scenes with them, and they're, like, kids together. Mm-hmm. Like, they've known each other forever. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen Batman Begins, yeah. so... Did you... You knew right away, though, that they... Did I tell you they recast? You told me you okay, recast, so I saw it coming, but I probably would have been confused at first. Yeah. If, you, if I didn't know that. Okay, good, yeah. But I'm glad they recast too yeah she's much better like that i really like her as an actress major like she does really good i i like her romance with harvey because it feels natural like they're both lawyers they're both working for the same goal and they have and i think they do it on purpose she almost has better chemistry with heart with harvey than batman because i like that at the end she you know pretty much decides like i'm not gonna be with you and you kind of get that vibe throughout the whole movie where he's like oh i'm gonna stop being batman for you but she's kind of like don't worry about it, but he's always like, no, I'm gonna give it up yeah. for you, and she's like, no, like, you know, like, you'll be fine, just keep being Batman, or like, I I don't know if they'll let, the, when she drops the line, like, oh, they won't let us be together, it's like, no, just because you don't want to be with them, kind of in a way, you know, Friend so. Zone. Yeah, pretty much, it's when that thing, like, too late, and they set that on the first movie of, like, oh yeah, when you're done being Batman, but it's like, it's been a year and a half later, and it's like, you could only wait so long, right? And she also, like, loves this guy, mm-hmm. Harvey. How does everyone feel about Harvey? I love, yeah, I love them. I love them. I think he did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, I, where have I seen... I feel like... like where have I, He pops in a lot. Where, he's, he's like the oh, guy. He's not in a lot, but he's kind of just, like... He's always one of those guys that's just kind of in the background. He was in Olympus Has Fallen. 
He's a and president. Thank there. you for smoking. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I looked at. I thought the same but, thing. I was like, I know. What was that alien movie he did a few years ago too? He was like, you know, he was a marine in an alien movie. Like he's always, he like just he's not in a bunch of stuff, but he's always like popping up every couple of years, and he's usually good too. Like he's a good actor. Yeah. yeah. No. I, yeah. That's what I was surprised because I thought he did a really good job, but like mm-hmm. I didn't even really recognize him. Like I. Like, you're saying he's popped up and stuff. Like, I don't know if... Like, I didn't see those movies you guys just mentioned. Like, I don't know if I've even seen this guy before. He was in but Space Jam, so you didn't see that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, he did a great do job. Do you guys feel in the movie... Because some people complain about this. I put this in my notes. Do you feel... Do you buy his turn as Two-Face? Or do you feel it's too quick? I think it's too forced. Yeah? Or not too forced. Uh, too quick. Like, yeah, you yeah. Said, like, it's just... Force is the right word, I think. Yeah, like he's just like, it's basically like he's schizophrenic. He's just like totally split personalities, which I know it's meant to be like that. I feel yeah. like the whole situation, too, when you watch him kind of like lying in the oil, you can like kind of see him rubbing his face in it to like yeah, kind of well, make yeah. it look like, oh, this is going to happen. <laughs> and like when it when he comes out and it does explode and it catches his face, I feel like it wouldn't be Dumb like half. this even split because if yeah. you watch when he's lying in the oil it's like he's like blowing into it and it's splashing everywhere yeah and it was just like when it happened i was just kind of like that that's just <laughs> a, yeah. a film thing <laughs> like i like i think that's I the most realistic way you could do it should have just been like you have the skin kind of still kind of going into it like it's kind of peeling away his I, face shouldn't work at all he has no eyelid yeah. to be honest like <laughs> yeah. what like what like what how when that what would that do to you if you have no eyelid? Like I know you couldn't function. It would just dry up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I feel like I carry an eyedropper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got his gun to the kid's head. Realistically, like, you probably second. get some infections and oh, big oh, yeah. time, big time. Like that's really open wound. But yeah. I think I, well with the actual face, I like obviously like you said, it should maybe could have been not down the half. But I actually like it because I wish it was not so maybe flesh. But I do like that it's kind of scary or whatnot. If you've seen well, old Batman, could have done purple. like a skin. Yeah, done a skin graft and say that the skin kind of didn't take properly, and then it yeah. would have not looked as kind of uh, not fake because it doesn't look fake, but it just looks unrealistic. Yeah, it does, and that's where it's. I guess that's where it comes in as like it's still a comic book movie, so they always throw like little things like that, like oh yeah, it's still a guy with half a face, you know. So they like try to make it as realistic as possible, but it is hard to make a half face guy yeah. realistic. But <laughs> I guess for me, I, I can understand people saying for us, I. I guess it is, uh, I don't know, I go back and forth. Sometimes I feel like it is, but then sometimes I feel like they lay the groundwork a bit in the movie where it's like, oh, he seems like he wants to do everything right, and then there's that scene in the middle where after Gordon supposedly dies, he brings, um, uh, whatever the psycho guy is, I can't remember his name, but he's like interrogating him and whatnot. And to me, that's why I I feel like it wasn't forced, because they kind of lay the groundwork of like, he's starting to snap, Mm -hmm. like he's starting to feel the pressure of like, he can't get it really done, and then at the, like... Then hours later, his girlfriend dies and he loses half of his face. So I guess that's why I always bought it because it's like, oh, he's already on the edge, but like he kind of gets pulled back because Rachel's like, oh, everything's gonna be okay, and Batman saves day and gets Joker. But then it's like right when he's like, oh, we've done it, and then like everything goes to shit. Like Rachel's dead, he has no face pretty much, and he's just. It and seemed it, like his sanity was like based on Rachel and. Yeah. Yeah. Because the second he sees that coin and he sees the burn site, that's it. It's gone. So that's why I guess I've always bought it. It's like, not so much to a friend. I just feel like it's a mental break, and I feel mm-hmm. like. If I put myself in that situation, I don't know if I'd be killing a bunch of people, but yeah. like, I feel like I'd have a mental breakdown, you know? Cause, and oh, he yeah, trusted, definitely. and then eventually once he started trusting the police, those are the people that like tie him and Rachel yeah. up. So it's like, finally, he's like investing in other people, and they're like, sorry. Yeah. With the hospital bills, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess I can agree with that. It's yeah. just like, the thing that like always made me think that it was too forced was because like, uh, like, like how you said, like he's a totally good guy, and mm-hmm. then as soon as that happens, he just starts killing people. And yeah. it's just like... 
And I guess the thing for me is because other than Gordon and the kids, that's where, and that's where they maybe could dive some more time because they could explain maybe he thought Gordon was yeah dirty. He does go around killing dirty cops and mobsters though. Like yeah, they but are like bad his kids people. and stuff. Like, yeah, I that's, 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 that's where it does. Like that's where I go. Like okay, he's having a bit. Well, yeah. How he's breaking down. Yeah. They could have done something like because when he's in the hospital and Gordon. Yeah, Gordon comes to in him. and he's just like. What did you call me in the office? And he's like, say it. And it's like that is. I'll agree. That's kind of a little. F- yeah, it's forced. like <laughs> you didn't like, need to be called two face. To be honest. Or, or why didn't that? Why wasn't that a reference earlier? Like why aren't they in the office? They do. Yeah. At the very yeah. beginning, he's like, oh, I know what they because they're kind of quibbing back and forth. He's like, oh, I know what they call me down at Turnout Affairs, and he's like, oh, I don't know anything about that. Like Gordon saying, like he doesn't know that people call him Two Face. Oh, okay. So you're gonna get an ad break, and then you're gonna be right back to the episode. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. I agree. Maybe they should have showed a little bit more, but it it was enough for me to feel out it's forced. But I understand some people could like think that. But I think the name, yeah, maybe should have. They should have just dropped that. That's maybe one thing that sticks up for me of like because he's not in any other movies, so he doesn't need to be called Two Face. <laughs> Catwoman's not called Catwoman. She's just a cat burglar, and I kind of prefer it that way. Like we know it's Catwoman, but they don't need to call her Catwoman. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, or even just make you could leave it the same and be like, I guess that name from. Internal Affairs suits me now or something like it yeah. was just really do they um, <laughs> do they remember in the first one or even in this one do they call Scarecrow Scarecrow he calls himself Scarecrow so he's like something something Scarecrow is okay. the guy in the beginning with the he has like a the, suit yeah. and a mask yeah he's in, in it he like gets beginning. caught yeah he gets caught in the right very beginning the of this one he's in the first one yeah he's like the Harvey Dent of the first one kind yeah of. he's kind of like the He's the second villain. Yeah, second <laughs> yeah. villain, except does not get like a cool ending like Harvey. That's yeah. that's where I like, and that's where I'll ask you guys: Did you feel that it goes on too long, or should it end early? Because that's one other complaint. Other people love it, and like myself, I love it because the second it's over with Joker, it's kind of you have this other thing going on. It's yeah. really intense because yeah. I feel like if it just ends with him catching Joker, it's really anticlimactic. Yeah. But then some people will say it's like Return of the King wise, where it's like, oh, it should end it here, and then it doesn't. Like, how do you guys feel about? I that? didn't think it was too long. Yeah, because it's. Yeah, like I, I actually really liked it because, uh, uh, because he has his fight with the Joker, and mm-hmm. like how you said, like if that had ended there, it would have been pretty anticlimactic. But yeah. then, like while like that whole thing was going on, like you got to see Gordon like get the call and everything, and then he goes sees his family, and then it's like all oh, that goes on, and then like Batman still has to go, obviously go see Harvey and stuff. Yeah, and like that, that was intense. Like that was a great scene. I remember the first time I saw that. That for me is one of the intense scenes I've ever seen because yeah. I was really like the movie was so dark at that point. Like yeah. he might kill this kid. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like he didn't know what he was. Gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like almost that I don't think it was dragged out too long, but you can tell that there probably should have been another scene with the Joker to tie that up. They that uh, didn't happen because according of to them, they say he filmed everything. Really? Like he didn't get to do so much of the voiceover work after, but apparently they say Darren because that was unfortunately the first thing that everyone popped up when he passed away. Everyone was like sad. They're like, oh, did he finish the movie? Finish and like they all said that he did. There's uh, there's deleted scenes that. There's only a couple that have creeped on YouTube and then they get pulled down and whatnot. Like, there's an actual scene, I think it's still on YouTube, of when he blows up the hospital and they show him inside the bus and they do this thing where the building's exploding down and he's not even looking about it. Like, to show Joker doesn't really care at all. And the whole building, all these people are dying and he's just sitting there, like, just looking and kind of doing his own, like, you know, Joker spastic thing. So, I there could be a scene, but I don't know what the scene would be because they just... It, it just... It does, if it were to end with him hanging there, it is. It's very anti-climatic. Like, <laughs> like, what yeah. happened? Yeah. yeah. You know, even because you kind of go into the next one, and it's just, isn't it just no one mentions anything I feel about that's it? why, I feel that's the biggest glaring. I feel like that's why Dark Knight Rises is not as good, because I feel like they left it open-ended, because it was like, okay, in the third one, he's going to come back. They clearly set it up, and they've never said if he was going to be in it, but he, 
when jo- Joker, it's one of my favorite Batman film lines ever, but when he's hanging there and he says, we're destined to do this forever. I love that line because it's very much like comic book superhero, like always yeah. back and forth. And that's where I felt like they dropped that line and you really feel like it was being set up for another one. Like there was even rumors that Harvey Dent was not actually supposed to die and maybe they, there was rumors that they were going to keep him locked up and just say he died. We never know. We'll never know until like maybe 20 years later when they do like a documentary. But I feel like, and that's why I always give Dark Knight Rises a pass for kind of being not as good is because I feel like they had a story and then he passed away and they have to like scrap that and do a whole new story. Yeah, so they he passed away when they were still like in the right process of Post-production, it? when they're editing and everything, he only unfortunately got to see eight minutes of the movie. He got to see the opening bank heist and that's all he got to see. Okay. Which really sucks. So, mm-hmm. But it was a good opening. That's yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> that That's another scene we're talking about intense... The Kari dance scene's intense. The boat scene when I saw it the first time it's still intense when they're deciding to blow yeah. up and everything. And I like that the criminal actually throws out the thing you like that's what i like about this movie it doesn't just make paint, paint the bad guys it's just like haha evil like even the mobsters they're bad guys but it doesn't feel like batman's just beating them up and throwing them in jail like they can get out or they can use the law system or they look at like the joker doesn't do that like he helps them but they're a part of killing rachel you know like the mob who are just supposed to be like lackeys they actually do stuff in this mm-hmm. movie where i feel like you look at like like Avengers Age of Ultron with all those bad guys at the beginning they just like beat them and they're just gone right it's like hey another guy's beaten but the mob it shows that you can't just underhandedly beat them like they, yeah. they dive into that's my favorite theme this thing of like all Gordon, Dent and Batman being like how far do we have to go to stop the mob and that's why I like that's giving cred to normal people because I guarantee you in this next movie Batman vs Superman because there's Superman the mob's gonna yeah. be nothing the mob's <laughs> just gonna be in jail he'll just beat them all up and just throw them in jail and that'll be it because there's a god right there but that's why I like it like with that and the whole cast I feel like everything in the movie gets a moment and that's what I like with the boat is that criminal I feel like in any other movie would be like yeah I want to blow up this boat but it's like a guy in prison he knows it's right not to blow up these Mm -hmm. innocent people and that's what I like I just and the bank scene yeah that's super intense but no I'm supposed to shoot the bus driver yeah the bus driver (laughs) yeah the bus driver it's really good, and that I remember seeing it the first time. It's just like that's intense, but it's just good because you're kind of, it's once again it sets up this normal thing like oh yeah it's a bank heist, but that turns it on its head that Joker starts killing them off one by or has told them to kill each other yeah. one by one, and then it's and great. Then he's the guy. Yeah, and then yeah. he's the guy, and especially because they're all kind of ragging on him the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Like who's this stupid guy yeah. who wears war paint or yeah. whatever? Yeah, here he wears makeup like a clown. Yeah, yeah, and the whole time he's like there with them, and it's really good. The only thing that I don't like. And I will, this is where I love this film, uh, but I'll nitpick is the bus scene because I hate yeah. that he times it. It makes no sense. He doesn't even time it to get in the back of the bus. He like gets in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the buses. Like there's all these school buses and yeah. then he's like, Shh. And like, no one's like even like paying attention. Yeah. Like, out of a wall. I could get They're it if like he walking. timed it, but the fact <laughs> that he drives through a wall. If he was just yeah. like, if there was a bus outside and then he drove it around, like you didn't see this yeah. bus came through a wall, I could kind of believe it. But wouldn't a bus driver be like, why does bus yeah. just came through a wall and it's behind us like that's the only part where I'm like that's a little like that's one of those things that always sticks out for me is like oh like I wish something was different there you know that part bothers me as well though, <laughs> which, um, when you watch that and like traffic is just packed yeah like 100% but then every other scene in the movie there's always perfect spacing and traffic for the Lamborghini or the Batmobile. Oh, or, like, or the scene when it, Batman and Joker had the face off. Like, that's one of my favorite yeah. scenes of all time. But there's only a few cars on the road. And even though they say they clear the road, like, they said they clear the roads, so they should either stick to the streets are entirely empty or not, like, a couple cars driving. Yeah. But that's a case where nobody's on the street, but then Batman and Joker. It works because that scene's so good of, like, the hit me, come on, hit me. Yeah. Like, that, it's so that good. good and that's what I like with this version of Joker. It's. And my favorite version of Joker is always 
the guy that makes it so even if Batman were to win, he still kind of wins. Like yeah. Joker takes well, it yeah, as like yeah. if Batman kills me, I win, and if Batman doesn't kill me, I still kind of win because I get to break your one rule. Yeah, and that's what the whole thing is pushed upon, and that's why I like. That's why I'm a little disappointed. Like I'm excited for Batman Superman, but I I like Batman because he's a street level guy. So he's very much like Netflix and Daredevil. He should just handle smaller stuff like this, like a Joker. Like I don't. That's why another reason I don't like Dark Knight Rises as much is because it's about like oh we're gonna destroy and blow up Gotham. And anytime it's like that, it's like okay, you know. Like to me, I like Avengers for that because it's like a team and they're gonna mm-hmm. fight aliens. But Batman, I want him to be. I find that more intriguing of this guy wants to make him kill and he just wants to stop him and that's it. He's just a criminal who's like Ron Banks and whatnot, but yeah. Do you I, think that anyone will ever step up to the role of the Joker again, really? Beside, I mean, Jared Leto's doing it, but I think it's kind of a different like in, pacing. Like in quality or like fan reaction? Like you think, uh, Well, do you think, like, because in Suicide Squad it's more mm-hmm. just focusing on like, the suicide squad. Yeah, it's not so and he's kind of there. It's not, yeah, it's not so much the banter, but do you think any actor will step up to try and do the Joker better than Heath Ledger did? They can try. I don't know if they're gonna... Like, this is a real thing of... Obviously, because he passed away, he's always gonna get that put up about other people. You know, like, he's kind of gonna get that sympathy, but I that's what I hate. Lots of people say he wouldn't have won an award if he passed away, and I don't agree with yeah, that at all. Like, yeah, especially if you look at the awards that year, it wasn't anybody, like, a stand... Like, I feel like this is one of the best performances of all time, oh, and yeah. if he was alive still, and he got to do a third one, I think he would be up in that, like, Vader, like, Hannibal, like, when people talk about the greatest villains, he is up there, but he'd be even more because he got to do another one, but because he passed and it was under circumstances. I... I think people will try, but I don't... I think it would be... It might be after we're dead that someone will get to that much reaction. I feel like in the next 60 years, it's going to be too fresh in our minds of Heath Ledger. You know, like, I feel like once we're dead, maybe, and enough time has passed, but I feel like Leto will get good stuff, but I feel like they're... It, I feel like that was too soon to have someone play the Joker. I feel like... I know it has to happen, but it was only 2008, and what, this is... So we said eight years later. So I feel like they should have gave it a bit more time. But I, th- I think we'll get a good reaction, but nothing, not to that level. Well, I think he's going for something different, right? Yeah. He has to. I think, yeah, I don't think he anyone, does have to. No, If anyone tries to copy Heath Ledger, there's nothing. Yeah, but then I think because he's the first, even if it's really good, yeah. he's going to get the, well, it wasn't as good as Ledger's. The guy who could do it is the guy that plays it after Leto, which, you know, hopefully is somebody I cast one day. But, <laughs> like, I... I don't think Leto will do it just because he has that circumstance of having to follow him. The next guy yeah. maybe could. Maybe in our lifetime, it's. Well, the I next mean, guy. to be fair, eight years is quite a few years. It is, but it's because because he passed. I think that's the main thing because it's just that overlooming shadow of this guy. But yeah, that's fair. everyone said the exact same thing. Like you haven't seen the original Batman, but Jack Nicholson played the first Joker. And everyone, including myself, said there's no way Heath Ledger's going to do as good as Joker because it was so high. So it's one of these things, right. next time when we do our Suicide Squad review, we could be like, oh, it was just as good or maybe even better. Like, I, d- I don't know if I ever say it's better because like, I like the look, I like the character, but I think it'll be like a really good interpretation. But it's a really tricky thing because he does so well with the role and you feel... You do feel almost like Robert Downey Jr. or Hugh Jackman or Niall, like Reynolds and Deadpool. You feel like he's put his face on that role, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to imagine someone else. Especially he goes on wins an Oscar, and it's talked about all the stuff. And this is the movie, I feel like, that changed the superhero genre of making it for adults. Like, it was not a kid's movie. I've talked about this with you and other people. Of just, like, this is a movie that my parents or people that didn't like superheroes saw and said, like, oh, I really like this. You know, I feel like all the other movies before... 
you kind of had to like action movies or like geeky movies, but mm-hmm. this was movies because it was so serious that people are it's actually like, like crime movie. Yeah, it exactly. Wasn't even like a superhero it's movie. kind of yeah. a heist crime movie with Batman in it. Yeah. You know, it's like a cop dressed as a bat pretty yeah. much, and that's where. And now there's a lot of movies that try to follow it. So, I, I guess with the Joker, I'd say like it's a wait and see, but I, I feel like it won't be Leto just because it's too new. Yeah, too new, and people like I. Because and truthfully, I think Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn's gonna get all that. She's gonna get the love. He'll be the second tier. I think she's gonna be the poster girl for that entire franchise. I feel like he's gonna take a big backseat to her because people will kind of crap on with the Ledger thing, but they'll be like, oh, but she's the first Harley Quinn, and she looks like she got ripped right out of a comic book. Yeah. So and every man in the world is pretty much in love with her as well. Yeah. So it's like all these variables that are, yeah. it's kind of the Heath Ledger thing. <laughs> Girls love Heath Ledger after Ten Things I Hate About You. Like he was like such a heartthrob for years. So he had the girls. He didn't have me. And then he did Brokeback Mountain. And <laughs> yeah, and then he kind of lost, he lost a lot of the guys. But I just didn't think, because I just didn't see it. I just said not, I just didn't know if he could get that intense, because I had seen him in Brokeback Mountain. And like, it's an intense movie, but it's like a love story intense. It's not, it's no, it's not Dark Knight intense. So I was, I was one of those guys that, oh, I don't want him. Like, yeah, like when I, the first time I ever saw the movie, I didn't even know it was Heath Ledger. It, I, I forget a lot. Like, I know, like, like I, after it was done, I saw a photo of Heath Ledger. I'm like, that's not him. No. Like, he looks so different. Yeah. And but it, like, obviously now that I've watched it like hundreds of times, you not see hundreds his of face. Times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, you can't like, joke about that because yeah. someone has one. Yeah, exactly. No, but uh, like now that I've seen it a couple of times, it's like when I look at him, it's like, okay, I can see that's Heath yeah. Ledger. But it's just like, like the voice was so like different and it's just like... And the hair just, is yeah, greasy like, and, and like they don't even... the makeup. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's the little things for me, like just the little mannerisms and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah. It, he didn't come off as like a normal person. And like, like the tongue thing. Yeah. The tongue thing is the best and yeah. that's, he improvised creepy, that. Yeah. 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 And that's one thing people point out a lot. There's a lot of references to dogs in this movie. Like, because he's a, like the tongue and he makes a dog chase in cars and Batman's oh, always okay. trying to fight dogs in the movie like it starts with him fighting dogs and then what does Joker have at the end it's him the surrounded same by dogs, dogs. The same dogs. <laughs> like there's always there's uh, there's like a list I think it's like at least 50 of like all these dog references really? in, ba- in Dark Knight yeah because people obviously watch this yeah. as much as me and like have all these series and like I, you might have seen it, and maybe you might have, but there's like this big theory about like how Joker's really the hero in the movie and yeah. whatnot. And so it's a it's a very I I don't know if I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, but oh I thought because it's just a it was a Facebook thing that went yeah. around the summer of like why he's like, like the Jar actual Jar hero. Being a, kind of, it, oh, you beat me to the punch. Yeah, it's, it's like that. Like why Joker's actually because at the end of the day people point out like he kind of just kills the dirty cops, and at the end of the day he takes out the mobsters. He burns all the mobs' money. That's one of the best things, and that's why I love the Joker because it's just. He's very unpredictable, but at the same time, he's he's like a man with a plan. That's what mm-hmm. that's a everyone likes their own version of Joker, but that's why I like my Joker is he kind of acts crazy, but at the end of the day, he really knows what's going on. Like it's just a facade because you look at that when he walks in that mob scene, they're all kind of taken aback and they call him a freak and whatnot. They don't know what to do with it, but. I feel like at the end of the day, you see what he does in the movie. There's no way he's just making this up as he goes along. Yeah. Like, everything is strategically planned, you know? And it usually goes right, except for the boat thing. He thought everyone was going to kill himself, like, kill each other, and they didn't. And that's obviously his downfall. But did you. Were you thrown off by the separate origins he was giving himself throughout the movie? What do you mean? He tells two different stories of how he became the Joker. Did you realize that in your first one? No. Okay. First time I watched it, I noticed it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I did. What is it? So the first time when he oh, when they the do that whole when he brings them into the pool scene or whatever, and they then he like they all like the best scene of like tryouts, and he breaks the cues the cues like yeah. what is that? 
Pukio. Yeah, it is just a cute. But when he's talking to Gamble, he talks about his drunk father oh, like, yeah. being okay. his mother and whatnot. Yeah. But then later on in the movie with Rachel, he says that he did it because his wife okay, gambled yeah, with yeah. the sharks and they carved her face. So he carved his own face to make her happy and then she like left him. So that's what I like. That I What was your original question with that? Cause I do well, I was just asking that. if you noticed, but... I was actually going to bring up and ask what the original story was. In this movie, we'll never know. And I yeah. think he just makes it up for that, like his cinematic. Like I feel Did like he, he make, make those up. Like actually, were those improv? Oh no, no. Like those were in the script. But I feel like the character makes it up depending on the person he's talking to, mm-hmm. like to portray to them. Like it's not like it's not anywhere in the comics. The comics he falls on a vat of chemicals and he's bleached white. So they didn't do that. But I like <laughs> that's what I like too with this character. And I even feel like with the first one, the thing that happens with the Joker there is like a level of mystique about him the whole time like the whole thing you don't always doing and the origins that was one of the things I really liked well even like they they're like oh yeah like his fingerprints are like, yeah he's like unidentifiable yeah exactly he's yeah. just like this weird anomaly he made yeah. all his own clothes there's no labels yeah anything. and it's, it's like how did this guy like, that's why I like like how does this guy exist you yeah. know and that's I, I'm trying to think of oh, I had something cool to say but I'll just jump <laughs> to my next thing of like I think that comes to an ultimate head and I think my well, I don't think I know my favorite scene of all time in every, any movie is the interrogation scene. Oh yeah, and to me that is if I ever want to show anybody if they didn't even watch the whole movie if I showed them a YouTube clip like this is what Batman is and this is what Joker is, and it's just it's flawlessly acted by both of them and Heath Ledger is so good in it and then that just the way it ends of it's a perfect example of the Joker when Batman's beating him and he's like you got nothing like you can't hurt me with anything and because he knows he's not gonna kill him and even if he did he win and he's like you can't do anything and that's what I like that he still tells him yeah, but at the end of the day do anything with all the strength that you have yeah but yeah. then they he switches it up and lets him yeah. die so <laughs> um, I'm trying to think I guess we talked about Ledger a lot do you does anyone like Mike Morgan Freeman absolutely <laughs> he's good <laughs> I think that's why best scene though for sure when he like the guy comes up with the blueprint of the Batmobile yeah he's like I want 10 million for the every year for the rest of my life he's like let me get this straight mm-hmm. you know you there's the richest guy in yeah. the city who you think is a vigilante that beats people up in the middle of the night and you're gonna blackmail him yeah just like good luck that was a good scene yeah yeah <laughs> And that's what I think I like about the movie overall, and I hope other ones have that. That every even Morgan Freeman is not in the movie that much, but yeah. like went and got a good. Yeah, I feel actor. like he was in the first one more than this one. Oh yeah, for sure, and he's yeah. not that much in the third one at all. But like anytime he's in there, obviously because Morgan Freeman, you know, it's important. But it feels important. And it feels good. It doesn't. F- and every character kind of has their own story. Like that's his story. He's kind of dealing with this guy, yeah. blackmailing him. And some people, a fan theory is he's Riddler. They just never call him Riddler because his name is Mister Rees. Mister Rees. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that's like a little like that was our version yeah. of the Riddler. So, were you going to say something? Uh, Riddler. Yeah, mysteries. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, back to the interview. The, the, the interrogation. interrogation. Yeah, the interrogation. So, Batman. Yeah. No, uh, that scene, back when we were talking about the voice, um, like after watching it a couple times, like Batman's voice, I felt like. Like, after, obviously, you watch it a bunch of times, it kind of gets, like, a little, I don't know, not really annoying, just, like... Too much? Yeah, kind of. But, like... Cause he's, I think because he's having to yell, yeah, it comes out. But it, like, no, but, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, in the interrogation scene, like, that's actually scary. Like, like yeah. he's, like, like screaming at him, and it's, like, for a normal person, like, you'd be really, like... Yeah. Like, when, shocked. And basically. that's why, I, yeah, I love that, because you get this, I feel like, with anybody else, that would work, and that's yeah. where Batman does. Other than, like, I agree with the voice, kind of, it doesn't get high, but there's something about it when he yells, but it's still scary for mm-hmm. me, and when he's just 
beating down on him. And I love yeah. when Gordon runs and he tries to get the door and Batman just, yeah, just locks just, yeah. it. And that's that, oh, I remember seeing that first time, like, oh, sh-. and that yeah. was when the, the theater was like, oh, and like Batman, because <laughs> he just keeps going and he just flips him. And then Joker's constantly like making jokes about Rachel and Harvey Dent about like her being a little bunny and stuff like yeah. that and saying like, oh, I thought you were Harvey, you know? So, yeah, that was yeah. good. Uh, when you're talking about characters, I wanted to say like even Alfred is mm-hmm. awesome. Very good. Alfred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forget his actual name. Guy's Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah. he's just great. Yeah, he's awesome. You're gonna get an ad break, and then you're gonna be right back to the episode. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Yeah, and that's what I like that he gets his own little story with Rachel as far as like mm-hmm. the note and whatnot. And... Yeah, I like, <laughs> like his, that's about it. Like, I like it when he was talking about the bandit that just like uh, stole I, the ruby, yeah, and throwing them yeah, away, and then like yeah. that whole scene. I was saying like some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, it's just like it's and so it's, good. Yeah, and it's like a and that's one thing I put in. I'm looking at my notes now. The whole movie is really well written, and there's between this and Dark Knight Rises. And I know lots of people do it as a joke for Batman, but there's so much quotable stuff. Mm-hmm. Like every there's and that Watch World Burn is one of the most ones. Like we talk about why so serious as well, but like Watch World Burn, especially because that that sets up the Joker's character perfectly. Like what a perfect way to describe it. Because you hear that and you're like, like if a, if there was a criminal right now, someone describe it, I'd be like, oh, we're in big trouble. Because there's this <laughs> guy like kind of just doing shit for the sake of doing shit. You know, yeah, like exactly, he's having fun destroying things you know like the same thing like he has all that mob money what does he do he burns it all and then he kills the mobsters like he feeds them to the dogs like he's just kind of going all over but it's it's just he's just having fun the hospital he doesn't really need to blow up the hospital but like it's for fun you know and then the same thing as with harvey he's like like he does need to do that to harvey but it's more just a curiosity of like what happens if i turn this guy and can get him so high not in the drug sense (laughs) but like just I or just force that breakdown because that breakdown may and that's the thing where I also feel why it's not as forced because I feel like in his weakest moment who's one of the people that gets the most time and like Gordon clearly doesn't work like because he tries to talk to him that doesn't go well but Joker that's why I feel like it's not forced because he kind of twists his mind a bit you know and he manipulating yeah and the line of I'm the ones again talking about the writing like I'm a dog chasing cars you feel like Harvey Dent buys that of like, yeah, this guy wouldn't do any of this. Yeah. It's super crazy. It's all mobs and the cops fall and everything. And Joker, once again, like, it feels like he's the cause of all these problems, but he always gets off scot-free in a way, except he goes to prison, obviously, and I'm sure he's in prison still. But, yeah, so. <laughs> Arkham. Yeah, somewhere. Um... One thing I'll throw while you're looking at your notes mm-hmm. that I don't like, and I get that it's, like, the movie. What? No. <laughs> it is a style, and, like, lots of movies do it, and it bothers me every movie. But it's one of those movies that has really quiet talking and really mm-hmm. loud sound effects. Oh, I agree 100%. I, yeah. That's my biggest complaint, is I'm always turning up and down. Yeah. Well, yeah. You gotta be, uh, <laughs> you gotta have the remote in mm-hmm. your hand. Yeah, I watched it this morning, I turned it on, and both my cats are, like, sleeping in bed, and I, like, can't hear it, so I, like, start turning it up, start turning it up. And all of a sudden, something explodes, and both my cats jump up and run out of the room, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? So then I start turning it back down, and it's just, you know, the whole time. 
Especially the bank heist. Are we not swearing on this one? What? So you look at the time? No, I was just looking at the time. Okay. <laughs> We're all explicit. No, no, I, yeah, I. No, I noticed that too, and I was like, just at the very beginning, there was like nothing, I feel like there was no volume for like the first like two minutes It's or not, because it's just the shot of all the <laughs> yeah. So I just yeah. turned it up, yeah, and so I heard like up. a little something, so I turned up like a and bunch. break the window. Bah! Yeah, that window. It's like, jeez, I had to turn it down right away. I think that's a problem in lots of movies, like Inception has that too. I feel like Nolan needs to tone back, and I'm not sure if you guys interstellar but yeah people yeah. complain a lot about that and i agree i love during it but i even said that to our secretary last night i'm like this movie's so fucking loud like <laughs> especially when you're watching during the daytime if nothing's going on you're fine but if you're yeah. watching it anytime yeah. you don't want to wake someone up or help them to sleep yeah, like that's not the movie you're in an apartment or something and you got other people that live above or below you and <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it just starts you know if you got like a sound system your whole house just starts vibrating and you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah and it's yeah like it's like you were saying like you were saying it's never like loud and then back to quiet it's always mixed in the middle like yeah. even the bank heist scene when the actual criminals talk it's pretty quiet but then whenever they shoot anything like those are some of the loudest gunshots mm -hmm. i've ever heard in like <laughs> film or game they're just like they sound like a huge rock like that's one thing i remember in the theater i got so scared is when he did the interrogation with the fake batman and when he's in the office talking to the mayor when i saw in the theater when batman swings down and hits the glass and yeah. it's like yeah. Real, real Batman stand up. That scared the shit out of me in the theater because it was so loud. Like, and like yeah. even now, now I know about it. But it's one of my favorite things. Not anymore because most people have seen it. But like at Christmas, people didn't know, so I'd like turn it up or like watch around, like just to scare. Just the looking at people's faces. Yeah, and it, the it's so good. But that yeah, it's so loud. And the other one that's really loud is when right before they go after Harvey. Um, when he says he's Batman, which I love. I love that he like tries mm -hmm. to outplay the Joker and then he gets outplayed again. But like he's he's in the car and like the guy the cop stops the big truck that joker's in he's like oh you're gonna have to move along and then when joker like pops out and shoots the cop right away oh you yeah. remember that yeah like it's he's talking to this guy and it's just like a random guy in a cowboy hat but then the joker pops up and shoots him and it's so loud but i was gonna go back to saying that i love that interrogation scene of joker and the fake i i want i just want to talk about the loud noises before i moved on yeah. but the interrogation scene with that fake Batman to me is one of the scariest things because oh, I love that he's all jokey and whatnot, and then when he won't look at him, yeah. and he's like, "Look at me," and like it's, and then they don't, they just do this perfect thing where it's just like ten seconds of silence and it's just camera, and then he comes back and he's like, "Oh, this is how," like, yeah. he's but like that's how you can see like maybe there. I think he does have a plan, but you can see that he is psychologically like messed up because he gets mad at just this guy for not looking at him. There's yeah. something in him that like. He just like he just wants to be in control, you know. He's yeah. almost like that's why I always feel like he's a reverse Batman. Batman always loves being in control and knowing what the situation is, and that's kind of Joker in a way. Like he likes it in a chaos control, and I've just always loved that. I just feel like Heath Ledger's completely scary in that scene. Like he's scary in a lot of the movie, but like that scene in general, he's just like slapping him and he's petting him, and it's just like this really crazy. Even when he. Um, talks to Rachel later on with the knife. I love that if you look at his hand, he kind of has her hair twisted up in his hand. hand. He's not just holding her hair, like it's twisted around his hand and he's holding it. So it's like, one, I give kudos to the actors of being like her, being like, yeah, like twist my hair like that. Like, so that could have been, like, just little things like that is what makes the scene better. If he's just interrogating a guy, oh yeah, cool, but him, like, doing all this stuff, messing with him yeah. is. Just, like, the little things that are added. Is... And that scene, too, kind of shows you that if, like, there's he's in control, he kind of calms down because he, like, has the one hand on the back of her head and then one on the side holding the knife. Mm -hmm. And if she calms down, he kind of takes that hand away and just holds the knife. But as soon as she moves, he, like, puts that hand back mm -hmm. onto the side of her head. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I was watching that scene this yeah. morning, so. Yeah, and that's, I think that's just why he's just, 
he's just so good. It's just those little things. Like, it is, like, I know, like, and that's why I try not to just talk as Ledger, because, like, I, a lot of people say this about the movie, and I'll disagree. They say, like, oh, it's just it's just Ledger's movie, and if you take him out, it's a bad movie. I'll disagree, because I like the stuff. Like, that's why I still like the ending with Harvey. I still like Batman. I still fail for me as my Batman, and I miss him. I wish he was, like, Robert Downey or Hugh Jackman and played this for, like, another ten years. You know, yeah. like, I'm happy Ben Affleck's there, but... If Bale was in Batman vs Superman, I'd be so I wouldn't care about all like this like negative. Yeah. I'd just be like, oh, but Bale's oh, back. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> and he just like why didn't Bale take it? Because he'll never do one without Nolan. They're like they're they're blood brothers. They're they're pals. Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. He says maybe one day if we do another one, we'll come back. The rumor is they offered him fifty million to come back, and he turned it down. That's just a rumor, and he said no. But that's a rumor, and. Because that's what Downey gets paid for Avengers. So they're like, give him the Downey deal. And <laughs> the Downey like, deal. The Downey <laughs> that's, what it's, that's literally what it's called in Hollywood. Before it was the Nicholson deal. Because he got paid that much for the original Batman to play Joker. He got paid more than Keaton. And it was like a huge deal for him to be in. Like, mm-hmm. Back then in the 80s, a comic book movie was like looked upon as like, this is a big risk. So he got paid a lot. So it was always the Nicholson deal. And now actors want the Downey deal of like bunch of pictures a fee and then merchandise rights and like same thing like with Civil War because he's in it he gets paid his flat fee and then if it makes above what Winter Soldier made he gets paid more because well. he'll because his case is oh I was in it so I helped the income right so he has a great team around him yeah. of lawyers yeah. and like he's a really smart guy and that's why but like obviously Bale he doesn't need the money but there's a part of me that wish he would have took it. Oh, like, I just I, love that actor. Yeah, so and I know it wouldn't have made any sense, and I've talked about this with other people, I know it wouldn't have made any sense to be in this real world, and then all like some Superman comes in, but like I feel like that's the only problem that, well, not the only problem, there's a lot of problems maybe with Batman versus Superman, but that's <laughs> one thing that people point out is right away we're just getting a new Batman with nothing to know, and imagine in that same trailer if all the buildings are falling down and you look down and it's like, <laughs> I'm getting this one. It's Christian Bale's Batman, and he's looking at all these buildings, because you'd have that connection with him where Ben Affleck I think he's going to do good but we don't have a connection with him yet at all it's so. like a whole new thing yeah. it's so separate where with Bale we've had three films with him yeah. and his Alfred and everything like that does and Batman vs Superman take place in Gotham? it takes place in both Gotham and Metropolis oh, in the, okay. are they close together? in the movie they are they're across yeah. the bay from one another oh, okay. which is That's not supposed, to, supposed <laughs> yeah, to be like convenient. it's supposed to be like New York <laughs> and then Chicago yeah. but in this it's literally and that's what I hate because it's like so su- this makes me not like Superman at all. It's just like, so he's so close to Gotham. And literally it's supposed to be like Metropolis, super nice city, and Gotham's like super shit. And it's like, Superman, you're like literally 1.1 second away from Gotham. Like you can't help him with the Joker. You can't help him with all these villains. And like, that's what I that's what I don't like. Like even, even if it was further away, Superman could still get there in 30 seconds. But still, it's more of an idea of like, you know what, he's busy with his town. Or the same thing, like, Batman looks across the bay and all these, like, buildings are falling and they see, like, Superman and, um... It's not Captain. General's General. General. Ugh, every time. Yeah, Yeah, they, like, (laughs) see them, like, fighting and Batman would just be like, well, shit, what's going on over there? I better just go do my own shit. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, it's good that he has to be there, but, like, you... So, yeah, at that point, if he's in Wayne Tower and he sees that going on, is he just like, oh... Clark got it, or like somebody has it, you know. So that's why I don't like it being. I think they just did it for like a filming thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it's gonna be easier. So. Pretty sure this is another uh, hashtag unpopular opinion, but I actually am really excited for uh, Jesse Eisenberg as mm-hmm. Luther. The rumor is for the people that have seen it, the two best parts about the movie are Ben Affleck and Jesse Eisenberg. I, I really like. I like Jesse Eisenberg a lot. So. <laughs> Every, so, I, I like him too. I feel like it's a I weird thing him. though. Everyone hates on him. Yeah, I don't. It's know just because he. That's what I hear. At least. It's because it's just, he's Lex Luthor. 
Who is he? Superman's main villain. He's I... in the social network. He's in Zombie. Oh, you're oh, talking about the actor? Or the I didn't think that was Lex Luthor. I thought that was. Uh... No, he still got hair. I thought that in was the Brainiac. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I don't think they're hating on him as an actor. I think they're just hating on him for the choice. Because literally, no, I feel like I've just heard like. Like, just people in my everyday life just oh, like, really? oh, I don't like that guy. Yeah, oh, no, I find, I, yeah, I find that he's, that's why I said it's probably a very unpopular opinion, because I actually like Jesse Eisenberg. I like him. I like I, the actor. I, I like him, and I'll see how he does in the role. I just, with the the comics, he's literally kind of, in my opinion, supposed to be like The Rock. Like, he's the super, super buff guy, and he's so charismatic. Like, he's supposed to be this guy who just, like, makes, he's like reverse Bruce of, like, because Lex Luthor's actually a bad guy. He's super nice. He'd be like, he'd never do anything like this. It's like, it's pretty much like if Obama was a, like, sorry, this is not getting political, but Obama was like super nice guy, but then in secret he's a villain, and then Donald Trump was secretly Batman. Like, Bruce Wayne <laughs> is kind of supposed to be like Donald Trump. Not as bad, not racist, but like he's supposed to be as, he's, it's true, that Bruce Wayne's not racist. He loves all races, but like he's that much of a dick, and that's why Luther to me, and we'll see with Eisenberg, but he doesn't, he comes off as a good actor and kind of a nice guy, but he doesn't come off as the guy that it could he's not your vision of Lex Luthor he, yeah and he couldn't That's capitalize a nation yeah. of like he's to me he should almost be Obama he needs to be somebody that charismatic and that cool and somebody you want to have a beer with I don't want I don't drink but I wouldn't want to have a beer with Jesse Eisenberg per se I would because they think he's a cool enough guy but as like oh man he's cool like he ain't no man crush though. he's no fast no, Christian rock. Bale yeah he's no so, rock oh, this is kind of getting really off topic but last one and then we'll go back we, I, I got all, we haven't talked about the movie in a minute so. I got all my points <laughs> out the, about the movie so we can close home right. in a second anyway so. uh, how did you feel about the luck that they had in Smallville then good yeah, but I didn't watch all Smallville, but he was good. He was bald. He looked the part, and he like kind of had like so, he was so nice. So the problem that Jesse Eisenberg still has hair is a problem for you. No, he won't have hair. He's gonna shave it. So that yeah. I know. It's already they already well, released he loses photos. It in like a supposed to be like a chemical thing, isn't it? It's supposed to be kryptonite. It's supposed to be like he gets the kryptonite, but while he's playing with it, he exposes himself too much and he loses his hair. I'm not sure if they'll do that route, but they probably will. But no, like the ball. I no, I just mean like the look he had. The look he was kind of a bit more stern, but and he came off as charismatic but kind of a dick at the same time when he was behind the scenes so we'll see i i just worry jesse eisberg is just going to be too i don't like what he's kind of doing in the trailer he's just kind of too squirrely and i hope there's a progression that he like kind of evil and not like he doesn't come off as somebody even in public i'd like he comes off as annoying and that's what i don't like in public he should be super chill cool good dude but he's just like oh bruce oh clark oh it's so good to see you oh your hand it really hurts me when i shake it like that's a writing thing i hate that line when he shakes clark's hand he's like oh we're gonna fight with this guy it's like what are we in the 60s like that's a batman 66 line i'm like i shake a hand and it's like oh don't fight this guy it's like why are you saying this in public you know like so the dark knight right over <laughs> yeah yeah does he know well, we'll find out. I think he does. Then but maybe he does. Maybe he's really trying But then to he shouldn't it. let anyone else know. Why? I don't know. Why not? Because it's... Batman's it, not his. He doesn't like, know who Batman is. What? I hope not. Well, nobody should know, except for probably Clark. Oh, wait, was, Clark he, was he shaking it. Superman's hand? Yeah, he's... Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I thought he was shaking Batman's hand. I was like, oh, maybe no, he's like... No, he's shaking Clark's hand. Who, in this day and age, we're still going with the whole, like, oh, yeah, no one knows this is Superman because he has glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> the super good-looking British guy that's <laughs> Superman. We don't know that Clark can't. Like, he's so... Super rich. He's huge. Yeah. He's huge in the movie. When he's in a suit in that trailer, he's fucking huge, like... Yeah, so I think that's why in the movie they kind of make it seem like Batman knows right away. And I think they will do that. They'll make everyone else seem dumb and Batman will be like, you're totally Superman. Like, there's no <laughs> way you're not Superman. Because he knows in that scene, so, yeah. 
Last thing I was going to say about the movie, I love the score. It's really intense. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. It sets the tone the whole way. When Joker's on an always very scary, very scattery tone, and it just, like, puts you on edge. And, yeah. Overall thoughts, if anyone, unless you have any more points? Uh, I could... I don't know. One thing, too, that um, I actually... Thinking back on it, I really enjoyed watching is the scene when they do arrest him and he's just sitting in the jail cell and everyone else is like fighting and the one guy is just like complaining about his stomach and he just sits <laughs> there and he just like watches and there's one point where he just kind of slightly smiles and yeah, then he's he like, like, no, no, and he goes back to like being yeah, straight like, faced. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that scene was like really awesome. Kind of just showed the, hmm. you know, it, it's you, just you can tell there's something going on in his mind because that smile and then it's like, oh shit, no, like don't smile. Yeah, so and that it, was a good scene. Yeah, I like that too because it, it shows like he should be the one in there being all kind of crazy and radical. But then as like a character, if you walk and you see him just sitting there, you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like we can't get a handle on this guy at all. Like he does, he has like there's no way of telling really what's going on. And let's be honest, though, if there's a guy complaining that there's something, hurts. yeah, there's something in his stomach and it hurts, you know, either one he's gonna lift up his fucking shirt and look, or two they're gonna be like, hey, well we'll get a paramedic to look at you. Well, the reason they don't get a paramedic is because he killed a cop. They, the cop says that to him, so they're like letting him suffer because he's like, I don't care, we're not gonna help no cop killer. So it's kind of that like but blue blood, like fuck this guy. It just, I feel like he would like either touch his stomach and be like, oh shit, there's something going on, and lift up his shirt. But... Texting on his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he wasn't the most sane guy, so I'll give him a pass. But now I see yeah, what you well, mean. Yeah, well, he was gonna have. The voices replaced by shiny lights. Yeah, exactly. So. That's pretty good. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. When I was watching that, I didn't think it was that weird for them to not care about him. No? He seemed like a scumbag, and they were just like, whatever. This guy's hurting. That doesn't matter. I guess yeah. nursing school is warping my mind. <laughs> yeah, maybe. This guy just wants to get in there and yeah. see what's wrong yeah. with him. And then one of the scenes just while we're in that area, I love when he coaxed the cop and like fighting him and he talks about like how his friends yeah, are you don't know which one's a yeah and it's so good because you see the cop like slowly just like i'm gonna beat this guy like if he keeps talking and then he does and then the next thing you see him joker's like I apprehend just, him i just want my one phone call yeah he has a glass of two and i like if you look later on in the movie that same cop has a little scar on his throat like he has like a bandage yeah, and then cool. he has like a little thing so they keep the continuity because a lot of stuff in move because when he has the glass he's bleeding so the next day you see him if it was gone you'd be like yeah, that's actually, um, that kind of reminded me of, like, the Joker's, like, face paint stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt like they, like the continuity of that was always really good. Yeah. Like, it was wearing off, and then eventually he would Especially in the jail. Because in the jail, a little bit. in the jail, man, the beat it's almost gone. Yeah. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, that's the most, that's where you can't see it's ledger, because, like, his bottom chin is all white, like, his skin color and this and that. And then the next time you see him, like, the day after, it's, like, looks like he's refreshed yeah. and got it. So, yeah, I've always liked that of, like, you see the progression. And like you said, that must be really hard, unless they shot it in order. But still, yeah, like, to keep someone, like, oh, easy, like, make sure he has a cut. But make sure your paint is, like, half worn off. Or, like, they must have done a lot of tests of, like, this is what he fully looks like when it's on. This is what it looks like when he's, mm-hmm. like, sweating. This is what he looks like yeah. when not. And I do like in the movie, it's very quick. But you do get the shot of him without the whole makeup. Yeah. Like, when he kills Gordon. Did you that know that was? Him? So good. Uh, I don't remember. In the funeral, which, up, like cops. I love the funeral when the shot goes off. Oh, and they right, get yeah, that yeah, shot yeah, All yeah. the cops running away. When That's they're doing good. like that uh, ceremony. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. yeah, you yeah. get that like side shot of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he turns. You just like see all the scars coming up. Yeah. And all the makeup covering them. And I love that. Except I don't know how no one else would have noticed that. That's my only, I guess, nitpick thing. Like the bus thing of like. First of all, who is this guy? Like, I don't yeah. recognize him. And like, what the fuck happened to his yeah, face? Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, because he had the schizo guy beside him on the one side, right? True. So, so he could have had people around him. Exactly. I just would have been like, imagine a kid being well, like. Remember, like uh, Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale, when he went up in the 
uh, apartment. Like, there's a bunch of guys mm. with no uniforms. That's so, true. There's more than yeah. just the two. Yeah, you're right. So it was probably a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. And I like that's a little thing. Even when he says to Rachel, and there he disguises his voice when he's not. Yeah, I has like the that, thing yeah. on. I like that. And even when Rachel and he puts out hard, which I love. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah. joking <laughs> that was funny. And then he's like, even then he's like disguising his voice because I like that he's almost like he is an actor but he's getting ready of like okay like I gotta turn the Batman the second action starts he's Batman you know and then I like the the what is it the safe room scene where like oh you yeah. got a safe room or whatever yeah. you gotta be kidding me yeah and they're like getting all dressed and he just like leaves and I love I love when he takes part the scene, the gun I just like I literally could break down every minute and be like I love this I love yeah. this like I guess that's my overall like I love this movie I watch oh, it absolutely. a lot yeah. It's a ten. Favorite movie of all time. Yeah, it's a ten out of ten. It's a eleven out of ten. It's a hundred out of ten. Like it's a. I can't praise 100 it. Hundred out of ten. I can't <laughs> praise. I can't praise. Is that praise one percent for every time you've seen it? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't praise it enough, and this is the same thing, of me because this is retrospective, and that's why we talk about Batman vs Superman because this has a lot to do with it, and the superhero genre. If this movie didn't exist, a lot of the things that we're getting right now wouldn't be happening. A lot of people being like, "Oh, Guardian should be nominated for an Oscar." This or that that would not be happening. Like, this is the first comic movie to win a real Oscar. And I don't take away from visual effects, but I mean, like, it's in the top six of like Heath Ledger won a fucking Oscar, and like this is an Academy Award winning movie, and it almost was nominated for Best Picture. I still think it should have won because no one won that year? Slumdog Millionaire, which no one talks about. So, <laughs> it, the I sometimes and some people might say it's a bear movie. I always like movies, and that's why I'm a big thing with like with Mad Max is I always like movies winning that change the landscape because you can always get a great movie but movies that change a genre and Dark Knight did that that put its stamp and everyone most everyone I'd say I, I, I would highly say maybe 85-90% if you ask somebody Dark Knight is in their top 5 for comic movies or it's their number 1 and like you said you hadn't seen it but you've heard it so much for so many years because yeah. it is that movie that well like even just talking about like the quotes and stuff mm -hmm. like there's so many of these quotes that I've already heard yeah and you're like, yeah and that's what I mean it's just it's huge. Like, it's just like a movie that it, 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 I feel like it's... I wasn't alive for it, or I was very young, but the way people talked about Jurassic World, mm -hmm. in a way. Like, it's one of those movies I feel like in the next 20 to 50 years, it's still talked about. Where we have all these comic movies that are always great, and like, and maybe Deadpool might be, too, because it changed a genre a bit, too. But I feel like only few movies come along that change the entire scope of something. And superhero genre... Is huge. It's its own genre. It's mm -hmm. not like oh, we get these. It's like there we get this year. We got we're getting seven movies, eight if you count Ninja Turtles. Like that's nuts, you know. And I yeah. feel like they all, especially you look at the new Spider-Man's. They try to be dark, and anytime they try to be dark, you get the sense of like they're never gonna be as good as Dark Knight. And that's why for Batman Zero Superman, it might not be as great. I'm hoping it's good, but that's why I'm never too sad because I feel like I got my trilogy of like perfect Batman anyway for me. And that's why I'm like I want every Batman to be good, but I don't know if it's ever gonna be as good. You know, so that's why I think of like I always try to set my standards low because it's like I kind of had my ten out of ten and yeah, so. You're a hundred out of ten. Hundred out of ten. Hundred out of ten. Any overall thoughts still as we go on? Um, I don't know what rating I'd give it, but yeah, it's a great movie and definitely. You gave it a one on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Just to mess with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely gonna rewatch it yeah. probably soon. And you gotta watch Dark Knight Rises and tell us what you. That's think true, too. actually. I guess it's I still really the trilogy first. It's still yeah. really good. I've it's, only seen it once, so I definitely do want to rewatch it. Yeah, it's still really good, but it's not. It's not this level, you mm -hmm. know. But like I said, I always take it as I feel like there's a different movie they're gonna make, and yeah. they're like, okay, what should we do now? So, Kirkland, uh, it was thoughts? already number one on my top ten movie list. Yeah, so it's, true. it's definitely it's my true. definitely <laughs> my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I don't have to. I could talk about it all day, like you said. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want time to do like a live stream twenty four hour cast. So I'll just talk about the darkness. <laughs> yeah, one day. But yeah, I love it. Just, yeah. And like, I'll tune in for like half an hour. We should do. <laughs> we should do a twenty four hour cast one time. 
like we can do it for charity. streaming and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Charity. We should one time. People yeah. do maybe that. Maybe in the but, uh, Just touching on what I was going to say. Um, like, just thinking about, like, the acting that Heath Ledger did. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, when you look at it, like, it's like it's not Heath Ledger. Like, mm-hmm. it's he's that character. Like, yeah. he's the Joker. You're watching the Joker. Yeah, and it's, like, he deserved the Oscar. Like, mm-hmm. it was so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So, so good with, like, seven O's. I found this thing seven on Twitter. O's. They have gifts now, and they've been... There's that so good. I just found accidentally of James Franco in Spider-Man 3, and he says... When he says so good, I'm not sure if anyone's seen it. Oh, but no. it's, like, it's really good. It's, <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. it's so yeah, good. It. Jessica, overall thoughts? Uh, like I said in the beginning, the hype's definitely kind of gone down for me since yeah. 2008. Yeah. <laughs> it's but been a while. It's mm-hmm. been a good minute. Yeah, you know, it's one of those ones that it is worth at least seeing. It's, yeah. you know, it is one of those, like, there's superhero movies where I've seen it and people are like, oh, should I watch it? And it's like, don't you? You could don't, miss yeah, it. I mean, 66. So. Hey, I feel like you, you should watch. Uh, I think that movie is worth a watch. <laughs> I think it's worth it in the sense of like to see where how far it's come. It's interesting. Yeah, watch it with other people though. Yeah, watch it with other people. Anyway, it is a good movie, and it's definitely one that if you haven't seen, you should see. Um, yeah, I don't really have a rating for yeah. it though. But before we sign off and before I'm finished, I will throw out their hashtag Save Hannibal. Nice. Of course. Ken. Of course. I don't know if you guys have been doing it for the other retrospectives, but if you uh, have I think it, the ones Dylan's been on. <laughs> okay, good. I usually remember. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so... <laughs> does anyone want to play the role of Taylor? You can find us on Facebook. <laughs> Geek yeah. First Podcast. Thank Twitter, you. Yes, Twitter. At Geek First Cast. SoundCloud for all your playlists for Batman Retrospective. Boom, it's all there. Star Wars commentary tracks. Boom. Everything like that. So, yeah, anything you want. Got video games reviewed. It's all nice and fresh there. iTunes, you subscribe. Definitely like us on Facebook because Taylor's like dying inside that Travis is totally destroying. For at the time of this recording, Twitter. I'm at 126. So yeah, we're only at 52 nice. on Facebook. So. Yeah, so we'll see. But yes, uh, but yeah, subscribe. We got Geekverse episodes every Saturday, and then specials every here and there. So take care, and um, I don't know, bat on. Bat on. I've never said that, but <laughs> I just said it now. <laughs> like walk on. That's bat terrible. On. Well. <laughs> That's how it ends. <laughs> it wasn't the podcast Bad they needed, on. but it was the podcast they deserved. <laughs> there you go.